everybody. Welcome to Narrative Live on a Friday. It's the after show. You made it here after all. Uh, there's a little box there that may include uh, LB. She's she's on the chat today, but uh, she, she she can't be on the show proper, but she will uh, may pop in from time to time. So she'll be chatting to you on the chat rooms. Uh, feel free to expound on anything we're saying tonight. The lovely Nina Burley is here. How are you, Nina? I'm good. I think I'm on tape delay. Uh, I think everything feels a little tape delayed today. I'm not sure what's going on with all the audio and stuff, but um, I hope it's okay. If it's not okay, let us know in the chats and we'll uh, we'll try to fix this as we go along. Eric, how are you doing? I am acceptable. Acceptable. And Greg Oliar, how are you? Uh, I'm good. You know, there's been a little bit of news in the last half an hour that has brightened our day. It's such good timing. They do this for us, you know. I'm sure they time it for us. <laughs> so we have big news on, on the SCOTUS decision. Uh, Greg, do you want to explain what happened? Oh, we're talking about the SCOTUS decision. I was talking about my fantasy football team. Oh, yeah. Well, there's yeah. A bad, big news on that, too. But we'll hold on that for now. Cam Akers, man. Yeah. <laughs> First round of the playoffs. It's all good. Someone has to explain uh, no, fantasy football to me one day. But uh, and we're going to talk about this in depth, I think, uh, later on in the show. But the big news is that this bullshit suit brought by the state of Texas and signed on by every trader in every state in the union, uh, the Supreme Court basically told them all to go pound sand. So that's over. It's done. It was unanimous. And that's it. The, the huh. bullshit, which we've been saying all along, this stuff was bullshit. But people are freaked out by it because, you know, there's always the chance that something might happen. Right. We've, we've been down this road before where we're gaming out these scenarios where, well, if the this happens and then the it activates the tra-la-la and then it goes into the House of Representatives and then Jim Jordan becomes president for an hour. Until he can decide who to name. I don't even know what the rules are. None of that stuff is going to happen. Joe Biden going to be the president on January 20th. It is uh, we're, we're past the safe harbor thing, whatever that means. I don't even know what it means. I don't want to know what it means. It means the electoral votes are in. Everything's been certified. This this is over, man. We're just, you know, it's over. It's go it time. It is over. It's all over with the long grip. We do still have a vote, yep. right? We still have to get to the uh, to actually electoral college, right? Is that still a thing that happens? But um, you know, we'll likely get there. So, um, Greg, you've been the voice of reason, I should say, throughout all of this. You've calmed me down a lot. I'm sure you've calmed everybody everybody down. But throughout every single one of these little, uh, you know, high points of tension, you've been the calm of reason, the voice of reason. You've been the person who's saying, "Don't worry, guys, it's okay, it's okay." So, thank you for that. And you were right. You're welcome. You're yep. right. Um, and we are going to spend a lot of time on the show um, talking a lot about the people behind this case because it's kind of amazing that they they put out this whole uh, court case. They, they make themselves publicly known. And as it turns out, it reveals a whole bunch of corruption um, behind both the AG and, uh, and various other people in Texas in particular. And they're all basically looking for a pardon because that's about the only thing Donald Trump is useful for these days in his banana republic or his last days of the banana republic. He really is, you know, he's got people lining up, begging him for pardons. So they'll do anything for him for those pardons. And one of them is uh, is the attorney general for, for Texas who brought this case. Nina's disappeared. I'm not sure what happened to her. But, uh, Eric, while we find Nina, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mr. Paxton and his, uh, his incredible journey to, to the Supreme Court? Well, to build on Greg Oliar's story about, uh, about the terrors facing the United States, it's a lawsuit from a Texas attorney general who himself, when he took office, was facing 99 years in prison already when he started. 99 years. 
That's shocking. For what, by the okay. way? Well, a tan suit. Apparently, he wore a tan suit at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it was securities Thomas. fraud, right? Amongst other things, I think. Uh, yeah, and, and there were state charges, too. Um, and now he's compounded so many frauds upon frauds. And I looked up, you know, so when did this happen? 2015. Half a decade ago, this guy was up for a century in prison, and he is the lead law enforcement officer in Texas where Elon Musk says he's he's moving, and then Larry Ellison from Oracle says he's going to move from Silicon Valley to Texas. I wonder, just spitballing here, if Xavier Becerra in California as an attorney general or whoever – succeeds him is perhaps not preferable to the guy who is beholden to the Russian mob president who is due a hundred years in prison. If this doesn't work out well, I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it. I don't know. Possible. But it's it, quite possible. This is the guy. This is Mr. Paxton. This is our man. Look yeah. Now him. Ken, so he, he got so to be AG for five years with while still having all these charges against him. That's right, and and not only that, in 2017, uh, he got wow. additional bribery charges, and now he's under investigation for the the bribery about the bribery about the corruption about the bribery of the corruption. Wow. Also, he got this guy Nate Paul, who's a real estate investor, because you got to have real estate. Got to have it here. Let me show um, you Nate Paul. Here he is for you. This is Mr. Oh, Nate Paul. There's our man. He's self-made billionaire by 35 or something. Well, he wants Greg, to be. He said he wants Greg, to be. you were like half a billion, and I was slacking. I was at like 300, you know. Million. I mean, I was only half a billion because my net worth went down when the market crashed. <laughs> well, you know, I took, it, I, I took 14 years off as a salsa bass player. That's what I, I did. But this dude, he, he he did the work. So, you know, CEO well, so he claims. Class. So he claims. We'll see Boom. later on. Maybe he didn't. Well, so he's the guy that apparently – Paxton, I love this. I, I love this so much. Uh, Ken Paxton apparently instructed prosecutors to send like 39 uh, subpoenas to f the U.S. Attorney's Office that was that was investigating this guy because nothing says I would like a pre-dawn raid from the FBI like sending frivolous subpoenas to federal prosecutors in your district. That's just, I'm bored. I want friends. I would like the FBI to visit me prior to call. <laughs> and the FBI visited him on Wednesday, right? They they arrived and handed over some subpoenas for things. They're going to be visiting a lot of people in Texas. Yeah, coming yeah. Up. They do everything bigger, in, including their RICO conspiracies. I'm but the saying. amazing thing about Mr. Paxton is he's got this, um, you know, seven, I think seven of his deputies signed this letter saying yeah. the guy is completely corrupt. He's completely taking bribes from Mr. Paul or whomever else. And uh, and this is the people who work for him. These are the people who, who used to work for him. Now many of them have this been fired. This is the cleanest thing I found about this guy. Yeah. That's the thing. Wow. Uh, we, started, we started at federal indictments, and then we just started – D digging into the into the core of the bedrock we just we're just going so this guy's in so much trouble that basically you think he's did all this just to get the pardon well who can know what's in the heart of of different human beings right. i mean what makes one try to seditious what makes te texas try to s get rid of the 10th amendment uh you know when you're an attorney who's been to law school i'm but a meager french major but i don't know how i would go about trying to get rid of the 10th amendment or if i had attempted Anyhow, he, he must know better. But I think the century in prison might have yeah. an effect. What do you guys think? 
Maybe they can't count that high. To, you know, maybe they can't count to ten. And they <laughs> only figure the first nine. Um, you know, is what. Hey, Zev, it just occurred to me that guy. Put that. Can you put that Nate, whatever his name is, back on the screen yeah, for a second? Yeah, of course. Uh, here we go. Here's Nate. There you he go. He looks like if, if if he had a a thicker beard and, and the 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 proper gear on his head, he looks like MBS. You know, I think a little bit. Well, it's interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Could look like that. He comes from uh, India, I think. That's his He's origins. Uh, and uh, so, and he claims to be thirty three, which I find hard to believe in that picture. But you know, that's yeah. just. Yeah, it could be, could be. It's really uh, for photoshopped, anyhow. Lived a hard life. Yeah, I mean, he, this guy has quite the business. He, he, you know, he has, he has a ton of uh, nightclubs in Austin, um, where he like there's live music venues. There's one nightclub that he has a giant pool on the on the roof, um, and you know, he invites all these rich and fabulous friends over for private parties there, which also strikes me as an interesting place to collect compromat if you were ever. Uh, interested in doing such a thing. Um, so, you know, th this is how he's been able to expand his, his just his property empire into, into becoming quite a big t a shot in, uh, in Texas, where he's one of the few almost billionaires. He's an almost billionaire. I don't think he is quite one, but he rubs shoulders with people who are billionaires, mostly these guys. Uh, let me put this up at a full screen so you can see who they are. So the guy on the left, the richest, I think, African-American in... Uh, in, uh, in the world. Let me just uh, figure this out quickly. Sorry. Um, let's do it this way. He is. Okay, so that's, uh, he, that's him, Robert F. Smith. Uh, oh, he, yeah. he runs uh, Vista Equity, or at least he founded Vista Equity. He's worth a phenomenal $5 billion, according to Forbes, at some point. Maybe that's gone down a little bit. Now, just uh, in October, the, uh, the DOJ and the IRS came over saying, you owe us $140 million because you were helping uh, hide another billionaire's billions. And so uh, you're going to pass that $140 uh, million. And he did. He paid the $140 million. He didn't get prosecuted because they needed his help in some additional prosecutions, which apparently he's been oh. offering. Oh, it's interesting, right? So that happened just just, just in October. Ooh. So that's interesting. And Nate and uh, and Robert Smith, they go back away too. Now, the president of uh, Vista is a guy named Brian. I'm going to mess up his name, but I think it's Sneth. Um, and he's the he's been the president for since 2000. So he, he grew up with Robert Smith in that company. He resigned on Wednesday. He resigned on Wednesday from everything, oh. really everything that you can imagine. He's no longer in the employ of any major corporation. And he's worth $2.3 so he's got a few of them. And interestingly oh. enough, he comes from the, uh, the esteemed Deutsche Morgan Grenfell. That was his previous job, which, as you know uh, oh. from watching this show, that that's a pretty interesting place, too. So um, this looks like more than just... Uh, Nate Paul getting in trouble. This looks like maybe Nate Paul, Robert Smith, Brian Sneth, and maybe the entire Vista Equity uh, Company maybe in a bit of trouble um, regarding whatever is going on in Texas. So I found all of that really uh, interesting new information. Um, any thoughts from you guys? I think they're starting to organize their crimes. LB's not here. I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the mob. That was a good LB, actually. Now, yeah. that, now that I, yeah. But not I mean, bad. let's let's be honest. I mean, this looks like a this looks like another organized criminal ring that has got their their you know their claws into into justice. And the attorney general there, obviously, is on their payroll if he's uh, if he's doing everything he's doing for Mr. Paul. I mean, Smith, I, I believe, is the same gentleman who owned BET, right? And then the Charlotte Bobcats, the, the, the NBA Johnson. franchise. Oh, that's Johnson. 
He owns okay. a lot. I mean, I went through all his stuff today. Like he owns a ton. I was going by Bob because the yeah. Bobcats were called the good. I, I, I mean, he seems guy. like a good guy. He does a lot. <laughs> he does a lot for charity. He does a lot of good things. But in this case, I think he might be have got caught up into something uh, very illegal. I'm leaving it open there. Anybody? No take. Well, he didn't just—he didn't just give to Ken Paxton. He also gave to um, John Cornyn. I think quite a few folks in Texas. Uh, yeah. Look, here's the thing. Any you scratch any? Okay, why are all these dudes filing the dumbest lawsuits in history? They're smart enough to become attorney general of states, one of fifty jobs in this gigantic empire. Why are they this stupid up here? It's not because they're stupid necessarily no reckless foolhardy perhaps very moneyed interests tried to overthrow democracy and they may have had to start a little early with donald trump earlier than they wanted and now they all look kind of stupid and a bunch of other people like took liberties in 2017 and 18 you know because remember that bribery uh thing with elliot Brody came out that wasn't 2019 everyone's like oh the pardon scandal maybe maybe that's parnas no it's somebody you never heard of and it was from the first year of this presidency a bunch of people acted the fool you know they thought oh it's go time we get to run everything with our money and stuff and you know they jumped the gun a little bit and you know these are the people left to clean up and they're like i know we'll have texas sue pennsylvania even though not, we've been to law school and neither of those are parties that can sue each other. And the Supreme Court is the last place to take that case. I mean, I mean, it sounds like they'd be forced to, right? I mean, someone sounds like there's a gun to their head saying, you know, you guys have to do this or, you know, your entire empire gets, gets collapsed. It feels well, to me like hold, there's an element of pressure hold, that's probably quite big. Hold on. You, you do, let, let's get something straight here. You mm. do business with organized crime, not corrupt people, not people that are mean, not people who are cutthroat business people who get things done, but real organized crime for one Russian organized crime, which is organized crime without the cuteness and the, the love of spaghetti. <laughs> right. Without you do the that. Style, really? Um, I mean, read Robert, read Red Mafia and how when they rolled the five families, guys that were already not Montessori school teachers, right? You know, uh, the Bananos, the Gambian, boom. Thank you. Robert Freeman put a statue up to him somewhere and also one of the greatest forecasts in the history of futurism. Um, You know, he's talking about how did the Russian Mafia solve problems? By strapping you to a... uh, you know, a, a fan o- over the ceiling and then taking drywall knives to you in yeah. front of your boys. Wait, That's wait, how they wait. roll people. That when you do pe- when you do business with people like that, yeah, you're you have a gun to your head. Mm-hmm. You have worse. Yeah, That's qu- gun to your head's quick. And right. you know, we hate talk- we don't like talking all ugly here, but this is what happened to America. This is what happens when you deal with, you know, it's one thing that song, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Damn, it feels something else to be in debt to gangsters who want their money and they want what they paid for it when they bought you because that involves drywall knives and it's wow. ugly. And that's where we're at. It is where we're at. Now, do you guys is know that the Texas? Is- Go ahead, Dina. Go ahead. Am I still on tape delay? What no. does that mean? You- no, because you look great and you sound great. So there you go. I don't see you on tape delay. Uh, but does that explain the um, the Jim Jordans and then and then Devin Nunes's and so on, Eric? I mean, are those guys 
actually acting out of terror or are they thinking, well, we might have some more power here if we maintain this? Power or terror? I mean, look at uh, I, you know. I don't I don't know. I think these men were they they were selected for being stupid. And that, that's not me throwing shade. What about Congress? What about people on the Hill? I, I was actually going to, I was preparing to talk about that. Should we go to that now or should we wait? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Why not? Okay. So um, again, with this, with this Texas versus uh, Pennsylvania lawsuit, the however many AGs, state AGs signed onto it. And then last night it was 106 Congress, uh, members of Congress, and today more signed on to it. And again, this is a bogus thing. It's it's sedition. It could it, it it's it there's a better case to be made that them signing this is sedition than there is that Texas owes anything to Pennsylvania or whatever, right? Mm. So I looked at the names on the list of the House people that signed it. And I want to read a couple of them because we have to start talking about these guys. They are mm -hmm. traitors, okay? Why? Are they traitors? Why? We have to start asking this question. What are they hiding? It's not all the same. Not everybody's mm -hmm. in it for the same reasons. I, mm -hmm. I'm just going to pull out a few of the names that leapt off the page to me. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, okay, he was there with Paul Ryan getting getting uh, secretly taped talking about, uh, oh, you know, Russia owns Trump and Russia pays Trump and Russia pays Dana. Blah, blah. Oh, shh, don't say anything. It's all in the family. That guy's bought and sold. He knows things he shouldn't know. Another name on that list, Kathy McMorris Rogers, was also part of that secretly recorded conversation. OK, this was a while ago. This was before the election. Nice. These fuckers knew exactly what they were getting into. And they pretend that they don't. They knew it was about Ukraine. OK. And they knew that Russia was fucking around. Did they stop it? No, they didn't, because they wanted to stay in power, as Nina said. Okay, Steve Scalise, the guy got shot. Near-death experience. Mm -hmm. Usually in the movies, you wake up from the near-death experience and you're changed in some <laughs> fundamental way. This right. bullet made him into more of a fucking asshole. Okay? Um, I don't know what... <laughs> was in there. I don't know if it went to his head or what, but that, that guy is, is irredeemable, whatever his, whatever they have on him. Jim Jordan. Okay. Can we talk about how these, the pedophiles there a little bit? Yeah. Dennis Astor was the speaker, the Republican speaker of the house for years was a, he, had, mm -hmm. he was a pedophile. He, he was arrested mm -hmm. for pedophilia. Okay. They, people knew about this shit and they let it go. They let it slide. Jim Jordan mm -hmm. knew damn well what was happening when he was the little wrestling coach's assistant or whatever he was. He hid in the shower as this coach molested all of these young men, okay? He sat there in the shower. Maybe he was doing something in the shower that men do sometimes in the shower when they're aroused. I don't know. It's weird that he was in the shower. The guy is a fucking psychopath. There's something wrong with him, mm -hmm. fundamentally. OK, and we pretend that he's like because he got elected in some gerrymandered district that he is owed some respect. He is an enabler of pedophiles. He's an enabler of people that molested serially young men. Fuck that guy. OK, that's Jim Jordan. Doug Collins. Doug Collins made a poster and took all the people that Mueller said were bad and put his face with them as if this was some good thing. I, I don't know. 
Oops. You know what? What his? Uh, I, I think he might be so fucking stupid that he doesn't understand what he's doing. But you know, you don't put your face on a poster with a bunch of felons and traitors to the country. That's not what you do. Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw, made famous by poor Pete Davidson on SNL. Oh, God. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is a traitor. That's all I have to say about that stupid motherfucker. Okay? Did you see the video of him jumping out of his airplane and this and that? The, no. the guy, he now it comes out that he's involved with something where he's being bad to this woman that's on the thing. You know, Not bad really. dude. Matt, how do you say his name? Gates? Gates. 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 I think it's Gates. Gates. Prison Gates. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on with Nestor or with the, the DWIs or with the college roommate. There's a lot of smoke. It's his son. It's his son. It's not a college roommate. Okay. It's his son. Yeah, whatever. That's what he claims. No, the college roommate is a different story. Oh, okay. So I do guys... know that yeah. these guys went into a skiff. They broached a skiff mm. for a publicity stunt to have a fucking pizza party, and nothing was done. There was no consequence to that. Mm. The guard at the skiff should have detained them. When they started walking, they should at least have been physically not allowed to enter. We keep doing this. We keep letting these people get away with it. And then they mm -hmm. we wind up with them attaching their name to goddamn sedition. Maybe if the, if they had tried to breach the skiff and the guard in the skiff just took the, the musket and just went bam and broke one of their jaws. I know they wanted that on the TV. Maybe they wouldn't have entered the skiff and maybe they would have been scared. Maybe if the house had done the inherent contempt and found some of these people in contempt and actually there was some consequence yeah. to when, when they don't yield to the subpoenas, we wouldn't be in this position right now. Moving on, Greg Gianforte of Montana. He's the guy that beat up the journalists. Yeah, good guy, right? Louis Gomer. And now he's governor. Now he's governor of the state he's of Montana. Governor. He is? Oh, oh wow. I mean, yes, you have to, I mean, Greg, you have to, you're, you're reeling off these names and you're reeling off their, their miscreancy, but you have to remember they're being elected by Americans. Our fellow Americans are putting Greg John Forte, who body slammed a Guardian journalist for asking him about health care. They're putting him in the governor's office to replace Steve Bullock, I think. Bullock was terrific. Wow, 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 wow. what a big change. It's but this is what happens when you have a, a you know, Madonna Republic. This is when you have a criminal in charge. They elevate other criminals. So suddenly, you know, these people Why you've never even heard of. Part of the reason is that there's no consequence. The media doesn't report on it enough. Body slamming a journalist should be it. He should be out of politics yeah. forever yeah. for that. Yeah, that's right. That should be the end game. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it was widely and, and, reported, Greg. Who, 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 how do you stop that person? It was widely what? reported. For like Everybody a, knows like Greg John. So why are they getting know. elected? Why are they getting elected? Is it because we uh, is the system rigs, or do we have a uh, you know a, a Republican Party that really owns all these red states, and it's really hard to 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 crack that that toll they have? Well, they think there are a lot of people who like them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe they do. I mean, that's the nature of the banana republic. That's the nature of the strongman uh, system. You know, mm. they love it when they see these guys getting away with things. There's mm. a certain segment of the population. I'm sorry, there are fellow Americans. We're going to have to go like little Mormons sending missionaries out door to door to try to talk them out of it. Every They don't understand. They don't, I don't know. It's not, uh, you know, it's the pioneer, the pioneers and, uh, I don't know, genetic changes that have happened over time. I mean, people are just, 
there are lots of people in America who are just perfectly fine with 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 our elected officials who've gotten away with breaking the law. You know, it's not just I, I mean, I've said this before. It's not just the Russians giving us Donald Trump. Our fellow I've got people right across the river who think he's terrific mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. I can still see some of them still have their their banners up there at half mass now, though. Is part of that yeah. that they want to defend, you know, the, the whites supremacy, if you want, their, 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 yeah. their, their goal is to make sure that they stay in power. And maybe that's legitimate in some ways, because that's what they are entitled to do. If that's, you know, in a democratic country, as long as they don't break the law. But, you know, if they want to, you know, to maintain their grip on power, then they, they would obviously elect more people that are, are like these guys, uh, because you need them to break the system. I don't know. I hate to say it, but I mean, I think, you know, going going all the way back to Nixon and Watergate, there were people willing to who thought that he shouldn't have left, who thought that he was terrific. Yeah. That, you know, Roger Stone and and G. Gordon Liddy uh, and the, that whole crowd are, are doing the people's business. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those people are still with us or they're you know, they're they're still around. They, they're not the they're not the majority. You know, he, he, he lost fair and square because they are not the majority. You know, our, our country is not, we are not a country in which those people are the majority, but they are here. They're with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's great. I mean, I think we have to, there's a, there's a shift where some of this stuff used to be considered so awful that it wasn't even talked about and it would it would do political damage not long ago a lot of this stuff would do political damage i mean having an affair would 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 end a career uh, of a politician like gary hart right Mm -hmm. trump i mean what is it four dozen women are accusing him of rape like it's 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 insane we don't even talk about that most of the Mm -hmm. time because there's so much criminality if you talk to Republicans, they'll say, well, it all started with Bill Clinton, right? And their kids yeah. had to grow up and hear, hear the word blowjob on TV or well, a facsimile thereof. But in some ways, you know, it doesn't really matter if they're having that, an affair. Like, do you want that impacting our, our, our daily politics? And to me, that is a bit irrelevant whether they're having an affair or not. Like, that shouldn't, if they're a good politician and they're serving their community, that's what really matters. I mean, we don't want to be judging people's, you know, personal I don't care foibles. about people's personal lives. I'm just saying it used to be not long ago yeah. that, 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 that would be enough. behavior, you know, outside of the norm would be would would be enough to to make everybody say whoa wait a minute we can't have this now I behavior mean, out of the norm may actually accelerate your career because the people in power that are trying yeah. to elevate these people they want the compromise you know that's how lindsey graham stays there i'm sure you know you get to you have such a hold over him that they keep him in power because why not he'll do whatever you want but don't you don't you think that we're in such a we're so, we're so siloed off with misinformation that people don't believe that any of this is going on they think it's invented. Mm-hmm. We are living mm-hmm. in, you know, I mean, yes. you know, we have how many decades, how many decades have you had Rush Limbaugh and his ilk, you know, spewing right wing, racist, misogynistic shit into the ears of Americans. All of these radio, all of these broadcast companies are owned by people who think that it's a pretty good idea to have these men out there filling people's brains with this stuff. 
And that was before the internet came along and siloed people off even further so that now they think there's, you know, there's the Q is out there dropping intelligence uh, clues. So you've siloed off, you no longer have an agreed upon reality. And that's perfect mm. for the strong man. That's perfect mm. for the dictator. That's what they want. They, you know, it, it's already set up. So people are, our, our fellow Americans are, I mean, there are a lot of people who it, 70 million people voted for Trump. Yeah. Last they Monday. Actually they actually think that the election was stolen. Mm-hmm. A lot, millions, tens of millions of people believe that. And so those, know, those people who signed on all those criminals that Greg just listed off their their constituents agree with that and when and fox news jumps to the reality reality and says that you know maybe uh, trump isn't the president the viewers apparently turned to to newsmax last monday newsmax which is this you know, God knows what it is. It's not, not a news station. You wouldn't call it that. But it beat um, Fox News in prime time, basically, because they're still saying that the election is still being contested. I mean, it's a, it's a horrible network, and it seems to be, you know, the new Trump um, mouthpiece. But to your point, Nina, the multiplication of of these silos that are just dividing us up and dividing us up and dividing us up into whatever reality, whomever makes those decisions in those networks, um, decides they want to have in any given day. And people seem to follow, like lemmings. It, it's, it shouldn't be called Newsmax. It should be called New Smacks because there's nothing newsy about it. I think that's why they, they smush the, it together. They can, when, when they, eventually they get sued, they can say, it's performance art. You know, there, there was this uh, famously in New York City in the 90s, there was a place called Billy's Topless, which was a strip club. And when Giuliani went to shut down um, the, the gentlemen's establishments in the city, um, they were forced to not be topless anymore, so they just moved the S over on the sign, and it became Billy Stopless, which is very funny. Uh, I'm going to call it New Smacks from now on. I mean, it's really it's a better name. Yeah, it's much better. Yeah. That and OA. Who pays for these things? Who pays for AONN, whatever it's called, and, and New Smacks? Who pays for these networks? They're not cheap to start. You know, they it's millions and millions of dollars, and I don't think well, it necessarily comes um, from. He's sorry? Chris Rody is Newsmax, right? I think so. I think he's so. One of, he's one of Trump's cronies down in Palm and how, Beach. And, and how do they make uh, money? And then and I don't know. I don't, well, I don't know. That's a good question. AONN, I feel like, is a front for some intelligence organization around the world. It just basically feeds narratives into, the, into, the, into our daily lives. 